After a big win in week one, Penn State moves up in the AP Top 25 and the coaches poll, and all of a sudden the ball projections are already looking a little bit more rosy. I'm Kevin McGuire. This is Locked On Nittany Lions. Let's get started. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NFL season is about to begin and nobody is going to cover it like the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you check out Locked On's ultimate season preview, taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker, Jason Lockenfora, and a whole panel of guests from the Locked On Podcast Network covering all your favorite NFL teams. Make sure you follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you are following Locked On Nittany Alliance on the Odyssey app or, again, your favorite preferred podcasting app of choice. We're available on all of them, and it's totally free to give us a follow, give us a subscribe, all that good stuff. We want to make sure you never miss a single episode because the season's already off to a great start. It's only one game, but it's off to a great start, all things considered, and we're going to have a lot of fun moving forward throughout the season. I'm Kevin McGuire. Once again, I'm the host here of Locked on Nittany Lions. I'm also the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and I'm also a contributor to AthlonSports.com. And we've got some fun stuff to talk about in today's episode. We're going to go over the latest coaches poll and the latest AP Top 25 poll, see where Penn State is moving up in those rankings. I'll also briefly share with you the latest Super 16 poll from the Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation, of which I actually get a chance to cast my ballot. Uh, I'll go a little bit more in-depth with my ballot in tomorrow's episode, but I'll kind of glimpse over that real quickly with you guys. also want to take a look at some of the latest updated bowl projections. I know we're a long way from bowl season, but... You know, one game can make a big difference between playing in a mediocre or third-tier New Year's Bowl game and one of the New Year's Six Bowl games. So we're going to take a look at where Penn State is now being projected to play in the bowl season after just one game. I know, a long way to go, but it's always fun to talk about that as well. And also, Penn State fans are going to be turning to Beaver Stadium for the first time since 2019, which means the tailgating season is now officially back in Happy Valley. We want to start having some fun and putting together the ultimate tailgating menu. We're going to do it starting today, and we'll do it over the next couple of episodes. Get you ready for your first weekend of back in Beaver Stadium, in the tailgating scene, in the parking lots, because we know tailgating at Penn State is just one of the best things you can make a part of your Penn State game day experience. So as I said, we're available on every podcasting platform. We highly encourage you to check us out on the Odyssey app. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, however you're listening to my voice. Make sure you are hitting that follow button today so you never miss a single episode. Get straight to your feed as soon as they become available. We also want you to be a part of our podcast by sending us your questions and your comments at any time. And you can do so by following us on Twitter and tweeting us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. I think the podcast is supposed to be showing up in our Facebook page. I don't know exactly how well that is working. It feels like there's a couple hiccups here and there. But we've got that going. And finally... We are going to have some YouTube 
to have some fun with. I'm going to try and experiment with that a little bit over the next couple of days. And hopefully next week we'll be fully on YouTube in addition to all the other great ways you can catch the podcast. But looking forward to finally getting our YouTube channel up and running. I finally was able to log in with the help of Doug Branson, who does all the great stuff with the Locked On YouTube channels. I'm very much looking forward to getting started with that. And hopefully you're going to join us over there as well. And we'll have some fun on YouTube. It's been a while since I've been on YouTube, doing some things on YouTube. I'm looking forward to diving back in and what better way to do it than with the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. So as I mentioned in the intro, uh, we have updated coaches poll and updated AP top 25 poll. And as expected, we saw that Penn State took a nice little jump up. Now these polls were released on Tuesday afternoon, which is not the normal updating day. It's just because we had an extended college football weekend over the Labor Day holiday where you had a game on Sunday, you had a game last night on Monday night, I should say, uh, between Ole Miss and Louisville. And Penn State uh, moving up in both of those polls as expected. Again, you went on the road against the number 12 team, number 13 team, whatever Wisconsin was in the preseason polls. Uh, yeah, you're going to be moving up. And that's exactly what happened with Penn State. So in the, I'll start with the AP Top 25 because that's the first one I have loaded up on my screen here. Penn State moving up to number 11 in this week's AP Top 25. They actually moved up from the number... 19 position in the AP top 25. So you're moving up eight spots uh, just on the doorstep of the top 10 ranking. So uh, I had a kind of a feeling that Penn State was probably going to be somewhere in the 12 to 13 range uh, with a chance to get into the top 10. But obviously that was not quite the case, but uh, right around right around where I expected them to be. Uh, so they're number 11 in the AP top 25. They are actually number excuse me, number 13 in the coaches poll, moving up seven spots from their number 20 ranking in the preseason poll. So again, right around where I expected them to be. They did move ahead of, I think, every team that I expected them to move ahead of, including North Carolina, Wisconsin, obviously, uh, moving ahead of the Miami Hurricanes, who took a much harder fall than I anticipated. They're still a top 25 team, but they did uh, tumble there. Indiana obviously dropped out of the rankings uh, after their being a blown out on the road against Iowa. Uh, So they moved ahead of those four teams. Oh, LSU was the other team as well. So they moved ahead of all those four teams, which I sort of expected them to to do. Uh, One of the other teams that was ranked ahead of Penn State going into the week one was Clemson. I told you guys not to expect Penn State to come anywhere near passing Clemson because Clemson was not going to be falling very far after their loss to Georgia. Uh, Clemson's still a number six team in the AP Top 25, and they are still at number six in the coaches poll. So uh, still a sizable gap between Penn State and Clemson. But right now, you're just trying to figure out what's it going to take to get Penn State into the top 10. Well, we do know, looking ahead to the schedule, as far as the coaches poll is concerned, you're trying to pass three teams. And the good news is, Two of those teams are playing each other this weekend, and the other team is playing at Ohio State. So you're going to get Iowa State hosting Iowa this weekend in a nice little rivalry game. You got Iowa State at number 10 in the coaches' poll, number 12 in the coaches' poll for the Iowa Hawkeyes. So Penn State is going to be moving ahead of one of those two teams, whichever one loses. And then there's a pretty good chance that Oregon's going to lose this weekend at Ohio State. So uh, as far as the coaches poll is concerned, a top 10 ranking, 
very much within reach for Penn State. Probably still needs a little bit of help because, uh, like I said, Oregon's going to lose. Iowa or Iowa State is going to lose. But uh, Iowa State currently at number 10 in the Coaches Bowl. So you need a little bit more help to get into that top 10. Uh, probably not likely this weekend, but we'll see. And as far as that AP poll is concerned, uh, you're guaranteed to be in the top 10 as long as you take care of business against Ball State, I'm imagining, because I don't think that Oregon is going to leapfrog back into the top 10 overhead of Penn State by beating Ohio State on the road. Uh, so Penn State in the AP Top 25 is at number 11. They're sitting right behind Iowa at number 10 and then Iowa State at number 9. So again, Iowa State and Iowa playing this weekend. One of them has to lose. So as long as Penn State wins, very good chance that they'll be in the top 10, at least as far as the AP Top 25 is concerned, when we get a chance to look at the updated poll next week. I did mention briefly that I'll just tell you where Penn State is in the Super 16 poll. We'll dive a little bit more into this in tomorrow's podcast. But Penn State is a top 10 team according to the Super 16 poll. Uh, they're coming in at number 10. They actually ranked ahead of Iowa in that poll. So everybody's got a different way of evaluating teams. Everybody's got a different way of putting together their ballots. But as far as that poll is concerned, Penn State is a top 10 team. But again, as far as the coaches poll and the top 20 AP Top 25 is concerned, Right in the ballpark. So doesn't need a whole lot more work to get into the top 10. It could very well happen this time next week. But again, go out and take care of business against Ball State, who we'll start diving into a little bit more in preview mode coming up in tomorrow's podcast. Penn State should be in pretty good shape going into that Auburn matchup in week three. Real quick update from the folks over at Bet Online. We've got some slight updates to the point spreads for this coming weekend in college football. Penn State is now at minus 22.5. I believe it opened at minus 23 for Penn State against Ball State. I'm still a little hesitant on that point spread, to be honest with you, because I don't know if this is a game where Penn State just blows away Ball State. I think it's going to be a comfortable win. I'm not stressing it at all, but. 22 and a half, I'm still a little hesitant on. I uh, could see Penn State covering that, but I'm backing away from it for right now. We'll see how I feel as the week goes on. Big game of the week, Ohio State hosting the Oregon Ducks. On Bet Online. you can get Ohio State on minus 14 and a half. Again, I believe that one opened up at minus 14. Could be wrong, but either way, Ohio State by two scores. Looking pretty good, I think, as far as that matchup is concerned. And then the one that I keep a close eye on, Iowa plus three and a half on the road against Iowa State. I still think that when you listen to Locked on Bets this week, that that should be your wrong team favorite pick. I think Iowa is the better team. I think Iowa is going to go into Iowa State's stadium. I forget the name of it and come away with the outright victory. But you can get those odds right now as well as updated Heisman odds, updated national championship odds. You can get Penn State at 50 to 1 on Bet Online right now. And Bet Online is the number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You get the updated odds, the props, the contests, including the online biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. It's all open right now at Bet Online. NFL season gets underway Thursday night, so get in while you can right now. And of course, if you go to betonline.ag, you sign up for your account and use the promo code Locked On. They will give you a 100% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. You got to take advantage of that right now. And then of course, Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. When you're done placing your bets, though, maybe you still have the itch. Maybe you want to play some daily fantasy football. Well, one place to do that is with Stat Hero. 
listen, did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports, they end up losing, right? It's really that surprising. The game is rigged. It's against you. They're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You basically don't stand a chance. Well, guess what you do with Stat Hero? Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and then they dare you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. That's right. Head-to-head, your odds have increased dramatically. So all you got to do is name your stakes. Winner takes all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero shows you all their lineups ahead of time and then you can make the adjustments on the fly. There's no other place to get this kind of a deal. So go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. So obviously, one week of games is a little bit easy to overreact to, and I don't think it's really an overreaction to see where Penn State is in the latest AP Top 25 and the latest USA Today Sports AFCA coaches poll. Man, that's a mouthful, but I think that is also interesting to see where the bowl projections have Penn State after a big win in week one. And I personally don't really pay much attention at all to bowl projections until much later in the season when we actually have an idea of what teams are going to be going to bowl games and who's having good seasons. I think making bowl projections after week one, week two, maybe even the first four weeks of the season, it's a little bit of a nonsense to me. It's a total guessing game in so many respects. However, People love this stuff. People love to see the bowl projections and they love to kind of see what the impact of the latest win or the latest latest loss will have on a team's bowl outlook. And yeah, I get it. It's kind of fun and we're going to talk about it here because I know that some of you guys find this stuff fascinating as well. And I do think that it's pretty encouraging to see where the latest bowl projections have for Penn State going into the upcoming bowl season, which is still months and months away but following one game of performance just to see what the reaction is. So again, I will put this out there. I've always been pretty optimistic. I think I've been saying all offseason that Penn State very much has the potential to play in a New Year's Six bowl game. They obviously needed to get some of those swing games to go their way. They got the one uh, right under their belt on the road against Wisconsin. That going their way is putting Penn State on a much better track already at the start of the season. And when I say swing games, I'm talking the Wisconsin game, which they got. Uh, the road game at Iowa, a home game against Auburn, home game against Michigan, and I'm still going to throw in the home game against Indiana. The rest of the games, I think, are going to be wins or the loss at Ohio State. <laughs> that would be a massive swing game if they get that to go their way, though. But uh, as far as Penn State's bowl outlook, I figured if they win the majority of those swing games that I mentioned, and I mentioned five of them, I feel as though that puts Penn State in a very good spot to potentially play in a New Year's Six Bowl game. You win four of those five, you're in a really good spot for a New Year's Six Bowl game at the end of the year as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, hey, if you win all five of them, we'll have another conversation for another time. But I think that it's very cool to see that Penn State's bowl projections after the win on the road against Wisconsin so like that New Year's Six Bowl game is a very much a realistic expectation at this point. And again, so much football to be played. But I did find it interesting to see that ESPN, 24-7 Sports, and College Football News, they all updated their bowl projections to put Penn State into the Rose Bowl. Now, they are not putting Penn State in the Rose Bowl as the Big Ten champion. I'm assuming, I'm assuming, 
predicting that those bowl forecasts still have Ohio State winning the Big Ten, although Penn State fans don't need to be reminded that you can win the Big Ten and see another Big Ten team play in the college football playoff instead. I don't think we're going to have quite that scenario this season, but when you send Ohio State off to the four-team college football playoff as a Big Ten champion, that opens up a spot in the Rose Bowl, which is not a part of the playoff mix this year. And that's why uh, a win against Wisconsin probably gives you a little bit of a leg up, depending on who you ask, because you're probably going to end the year with a better ranking. We'll see. But I think that uh, Penn State going to the Rose Bowl, those three bold projections that I saw, not too surprising, but it's not unanimous because Penn State, according to Jerry Palm over at CBS Sports, he actually projects Penn State going to a different New Year's Six Bowl game. He has them going to the Fiesta Bowl. And as much as I love the Fiesta Bowl, I would love to see Penn State back in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, not real thrilled with the opponent that he's projecting there, uh, Mr. Jerry Palm. He's got them playing the Cincinnati Bearcats, which would, of course, be your American Athletic Conference champion. And, of course, the last time Penn State played in a New Year's Six Bowl game, they played the conference champion, uh, the, the highest-ranked conference champion from the Group of Five, which, of course, was from the American Athletic Conference, which was the Memphis Tigers, uh, who I believe beat Cincinnati to get into that uh, Cotton Bowl uh, a couple years ago. So uh, I would love to see Penn State go up against a really good opponent in a New Year's Six Bowl game. Cincinnati would be a very good opponent. I'm not going to belittle Cincinnati, but you know, Penn State just played somebody from the American Athletic Conference. I would like to see them go up against another power conference opponent of that kind of a caliber. But again, hey, you get a chance to go to the Fiesta Bowl. I don't really care who's lined up on the other side of the field. It's still the Fiesta Bowl. You still got a chance to play in a big bowl game. That's really all that matters. Now, as far as those Rose Bowl predictions are concerned, I think uh, Oregon was the projected opponent for Penn State out of the Pac-12, according to College Football News and 24-7 Sports. ESPN actually is riding the UCLA hype right now. Uh, deservedly so. Chip Kelly's got something going there, I think, at UCLA finally. Uh, big win against LSU over the weekend. We'll see where whether or not UCLA can keep that momentum going. But a Penn State-UCLA matchup in the Rose Bowl? Yeah, I would take that. It is UCLA's home stadium, but you know a ton of Penn State fans will make that trip out there if they get a chance to go to the Rose Bowl. Uh, I would love to see Penn State play UCLA again. I've been saying that for a while since we've been talking about non-conference scheduling and this alliance between the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC. I would love to see some matchups against some schools that we haven't really seen on Penn State's schedule in a while. It's been decades since Penn State played UCLA. And I think it would be pretty cool to see uh, Penn State going up against a Chip Kelly UCLA team. Uh, that'd be pretty fun, even if it is in UCLA's home stadium of the Rose Bowl Stadium. But you know what? Go to the Rose Bowl. I don't care, again, who you're playing on the other side. It's the freaking Rose Bowl. I will take that every time that opportunity comes along. And I would also take that Fiesta Bowl. So those are your two major bowl projection updates that I've seen. I'm sure there are some other bowl projections out there. I actually didn't even get a chance to look at what the latest bowl projections are from USA Today. Although I'd imagine Penn State's in one of those New Year's Six Bowl games as well. We can touch on that uh, once I get a chance to look at that as well. But there you have it. Rose Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, that seems to be the hype after one game of the season. We'll see if that carries on. I fully expect that Penn State will win this weekend against Ball State. I don't see them falling out of that bowl projection. Unless Oregon upsets Ohio State, it could change the dynamic a little bit. But again, I don't think Oregon's going to upset Ohio State.
I'm going to fill up on all the bowl projections, but if you're looking for a protein bar that's going to help fill you up and actually taste good in the process, then Built Bar is where you want to be going. I don't care how many protein bars you've tried before. If you haven't tried a Built Bar yet, you are missing out because Built Bar comes in a variety of delicious flavors. They all sound too good to be true. Take a listen to this, okay? Mint brownie double chocolate, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel. How could these flavors possibly be healthier for you than some of the other protein bars out on the market? Well, the great thing about Built Bars is they're not just great tasting, but they're also healthy too. Most of the flavors, including some of the ones I just mentioned, they come between 17 and 18 grams of protein, somewhere between 130 and 180 calories, just four or five grams of sugar and just four or five grams of net carbs. It all depends on which flavor you get, but that's the range you're talking about. And if you compare that to other protein bars out there, you will be amazed just how far Built Bar is ahead of the game right now. And you can order today. Check out all the flavors they have available. They're always adding new flavors, so you want to make sure you're following them on Twitter at bar underscore built. And they have some limited edition flavors, so you got to jump on those because Andrew Wade of Locked on Hawkeyes is going to gobble them all up before you get a chance if you miss out. So go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. One more time. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions, and I thank you so much for spending some time with me. And if you are a fan who is going to be making the road trip out to Happy Valley this weekend, it is probably your first time tailgating since at least 2019. We all know that one of the many, many great aspects of a Penn State game day is the tailgating scene. Arriving in the parking lots hours before the game starts, maybe even the night before, depending on where you're parking, and firing up the grill, whether you're a charcoal person, propane, whatever the case may be, you've got a grill going. You're you're grilling some sausages, you're grilling some hot dogs, some burgers, some chicken. You got a whole spread out there of crackers and cheeses and so many other delicious snacks maybe some chips and queso, and of course a healthy assortment of beverages to keep you cool and chill, and you kind of get where I'm going with that, right? Of course, the tailgating scene is going to be back in full force this weekend when Penn State welcomes fans back to Beaver Stadium for the first time since the 2019 season, and I think it's one of the many things that so many fans are looking forward to getting back to embracing. Right, Part of the, the game day atmosphere is going into a jam-packed Beaver Stadium, listening to the Blue Band do their thing in pregame and in the stands, the, the We Are Penn State chants. Uh, I don't like it, but the wave around the stadium. You know, Everybody's got something that they look forward to seeing, and I think the, the perfect game day begins with the perfect tailgate. And I want to have some fun the rest of this week on our Twitter account and maybe even over on our Facebook page or maybe even on Instagram we want to build the perfect tailgating menu. So on Friday's episode, we're going to go through everything that you guys have submitted to us for the perfect tailgating menu. So I want to know, what are your signature dishes? What is it that you bring to the tailgate? What is it that when you get together with friends, you're signing, this person's bringing this, but I'm bringing this. I want to know what you guys bring to your tailgate, and I want to build the ultimate tailgating menu. So again, send us all of your favorite tailgating foods, all of your favorite tailgating items, or if you've got some other plan to make for the best tailgating party, I want to hear about it. So hit us up on our Twitter account. We already got this started a little bit uh, on Monday night, uh, just a spur random thought experiment on our Twitter account, at Locked on Nittany, just kind of putting the teaser out there. 
but we are going to work on this and I'm going to share some of the ideas that we get with from you guys in each episode. So today I actually have two that we want to throw into the items for consideration for the ultimate tailgate and you guys can always provide feedback to whether it's on Twitter or through Facebook. Here's uh, one of the suggestions from Jacob Anderson who tweets that he's bringing to our tailgate party ribs, mac and cheese, homemade salsa and local IPAs. I'm not seeing anything wrong with any of those. I'm curious about the mac and cheese. I, I guess if you have one of those heated plates for some mac and cheese, we could probably make it work. But I think that's a good way to get things started. We got some ribs. It's a 3.30 game, so you're probably going to want to do breakfast and lunch if you're tailgating properly as far as I'm concerned. So we do need to get in some breakfast items for the, the morning portion of our tailgating team. But ribs for lunch, I'm down with that. A side of mac and cheese, you always got to have some salsa. But someone's got to bring the chips. So who's bringing the chips and what chips are you bringing? And local IPAs, again, we can have a couple of coolers set up around our tailgating scene. We can have some sodas. We can have some uh, adult beverages, whatever you want. I'm not going to veto too much. But I don't see anything wrong with that list to get us started. And another one from a buddy of mine, Matt Olenek, who tweeted at me, a recipe for ranch pretzels. I'm not going to share the recipe right here on the podcast, but if you follow us on Twitter, at LockedOnNitney, I will retweet that. I will share that with you guys if you want to try this out for yourself. Ranch pretzels, it sounds like it's right up my alley, and I don't see anything wrong with that. I might have a few too many ranch pretzels, and uh, you know, again, if we have pretzels, I'm going to need a beverage, so I may reach into the cooler for one of those local IPAs, or I may just go with a good old-fashioned Coca-Cola. I don't know. Hey, everybody can have their fun at the tailgating scene, and everybody is welcome to dine in the finest tailgating uh, fashion. So let me know what you are bringing to our ultimate tailgating party. If you have photos of foods from your tailgate parties of the past, send them to us as well. Again, we're going to have some fun with this on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. Tell us what you are bringing to our ultimate tailgating party this weekend. Folks, betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You get daily picks, you get the blowout specials, and my personal favorite, the wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling is also going to give you his lock of the day. So follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. Thank you so much for listening and spending part of your day with me, talking some Penn State football and hopefully getting your appetite going, not only with the Built Bars, but the ultimate tailgating scene. You know what? Maybe I'll bring some Built Bars to the tailgate party as well. So that feels like a good option as well. Of course, again, reach out to us on our Twitter account, at Locked on Nittany. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked on Nittany. We also have Instagram. We're on instagram.com slash Locked on Nittany. I will share the YouTube information once I'm officially on there but the channel is live so if you search for it you might be able to find it Uh, of course we'll share some information about that once we get rolling with the youtube account my name is kevin mcguire you can give me a follow on twitter at kevin on cfb check out all of our penn state coverage over on nittanylionswire.com a part of the usa today sports media group and don't forget to make sure you're following this podcast the locked on nittany lions podcast as well as the locked on big 10 podcast and of course locked on bets and so many other great content across the Locked On Podcast Network on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're one day closer to Penn State's Week 2 game against Ball State. Coming up in tomorrow's episode, we'll start to take a preview of what to expect out of the Ball State Cardinals. Until then, thank you once again for listening. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you all again tomorrow.